All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Uncensored News. I know this is unscheduled. Normally, I like to do it on Wednesday. Uh, it's like my new schedule, but I got a very busy week coming up, and um, I'm still going to do it on Wednesday, but um, I decided right now, sitting here, watching a lot of different videos, reading a lot of news, that I had to go and do a podcast. I couldn't let this continue to ponder in my head what I was expressing um, what's going on as you know it is currently 3.15 in the morning on this Saturday our president Joe Biden is probably in Delaware or preparing to go back to Delaware uh, it's kind of ironic to me that you have a vacation you come back you go back on vacation you come back and that you're going back on vacation again. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the president traveling and going where he or she needs to go. I have no problem with that, none so whatever. But you have to remember that you are the commander-in-chief. And that you have to be vigilant at all times. And on top of that, you don't get to take a vacation. You get what's called a working vacation. Meaning that you can be in the arena of your choice. Meaning your ranch like Bush used to do. Or Trump, you know, down at his uh, um, estate in uh, Mar-a-Lago. Uh, you can be wherever you want to be. But the thing is, is that you're still taking meetings. You're still making decisions. You're still in communication with your Joint Chief of Staffs and all your secretaries. That you are not out of calm. That any world leader that is trying to get in contact with you for whatever reason, they're able to get in contact with you. Well, disturbing news today. We found out that the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, when he tried to get in contact with Joe Biden, um, what was it, Monday or Tuesday or whatever of last week before all of this Afghanistan stuff broke, he wasn't able to get in contact with Joe Biden. So you think he would go to the Vice President? Well, he did. He wasn't able to get in contact with the Vice President either. You think he would go to somebody in Joe's chain of command, uh, people that fall under him, maybe like a secretary of state or somebody. Well, he did in a roundabout way, but not a current secretary of state. I'm talking about our substitute president, Hillary Clinton. Justin Trudeau spoke with Hillary Clinton. They spoke on the importance of an evacuation of women and girls out of Afghanistan. You heard me right. Women and girls. Not the men. Not the boys. Women and girls. The conversation. Just reinforced. Hillary's backing that. Women and girls are more important than men and boys. The hell with them. We got to take care of the girls. And the women in that country. I don't know how it's possible that a president of the United States can be MIA, can just disappear, and nobody's able to get in contact with him, or a vice president at that. I mean, you literally can drive to her house. I mean, Joe, you probably got to drive to Delaware or fly to Delaware, but Kamala is literally down the road. Why are you not able to get in contact? What is her phone off? I mean... I don't know how you are, are elected, or in this case, a stolen election, but you're in a position of power. And world leaders cannot get in contact with you. That's mind-boggling to me. So if an attack of something happened, should I estimate that you, know, you wouldn't be able to get in contact with until a later time? Like, where's your national security advisor? Why didn't you, you know, have them that person with you? Or why hasn't that person tried to get in contact with you and tell you ahead of time of what was going to be or what was going on in Afghanistan? You say that the buck stops here. Well, in planning, which I've been part of planning when I was in the military, one thing I know 
is that you can have a a plan and a perfect scenario and the situation is going to go just like this. But the reality of the situation, shit always goes south. There's always a hiccup somewhere along the plan. So you have to have a plan A through Z. You got to do all the who, what, when, where, and why, and how. You have to listen to the intelligence that is gathered. You have to look at, at the history of this exercise, this deployment, this operation, or operations similar to it. You have to look in the area, any known uh, terrorists or, or, or operatives or anything in that area. You have to do sand tables. You have to do all of this reconnaissance. You have to know everything, almost to every damn pebble on the damn ground. A head count of how many people there, so on and so forth. And this is at my level. I don't brief the president. I'm, I'm in the audience of generals, but I'm not sitting there with the president of the United States. Never had an audience with the president or any president. So world leaders, from what I'm taking it, even from England with Boris Johnson, is that everybody was surprised of how this exodus was executed. I think it caught world leaders by surprise just as much as it caught the Afghan uh, civilian population by surprise. Intelligence had been hinting that, you know, that Trump, what he put down, and what I told you in the last episode, and if you don't remember what I told you in the last episode, well, maybe you ought to stop right here, go listen to the last episode and catch up. But what Trump told them, as I said in the last episode, they figured that they're going to be leaving up on this day, so we're not going to do any attacks. But as soon as they leave, then we're going to execute our operation. In the last episode, I told you how many provinces or states that they have and how fast they took it over. It wasn't done in a 24-hour period. It was done over a couple of days, but that is a large mass of earth real estate to take over by 75,000 people. It was perfectly executed. So somewhere in that planning, this has been my point, there should been some type of redundancy plan in place because you knew it. You know this is what they want. You know that these 300,000 Afghan troops are not capable of really enforcing the will of the people of Afghanistan against the Taliban. You know that for certain. These people in this military literally took off their uniforms. And scattered like roaches when the lights come on. And I can't blame them in this situation. One, you don't pay me enough. And two, you know, it's just in some countries, you know, is rooted within the people that they really don't care, you know, so much as as to what their military does. I don't know why I don't live in an environment like that. I was born in the greatest land that has ever graced this planet. United States of America. And I will stand on that. And anybody can debate me. That's fine. I'm up for the challenge of debate. I've been around this globe. I've been in so many different countries under so many type of governments, rules and regulations. All the way from democracies to dictatorships to communism to fucking overthrow by, you know, the, the military. I've been there. I've seen and heard the people. From what they told me, they don't like it. They don't sit here and have a, a platform to do a podcast to tell you about, you know, living in their country. I don't have to worry about a government spying on me to the degree where I'm going to wind up in jail. And they it come kicking the door in the next five minutes. I don't have to worry about a government censoring me. So this is the greatest land. You were born with rights and freedoms from the time you take that first. 
you fall under the Constitution. So, world leaders out of communication with our commander-in-chief, supposedly. And Hillary Clinton is now our substitute president of the United States. That's mind-boggling to me. You contacted a private citizen as a world leader to discuss, you know, occurring issues and, 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 and stuff that is actually happening in the now on the other side of the globe as if she has representation power from the people. Remember, the Constitution starts off, we the people. Not, you know, foreign, or I mean not foreign, but former government officials. Followed by, we the people. See, politicians have it fucking backwards. And that's when the people of the United States are your boss. We're the ones in a um, freely uh, election elect you to represent us, whether it's a district, whether it's the state, whether it's the United States. We put you in positions of power, power representation, meaning do the will of the people. At the end of the day, we are your boss. And if you think I'm lying, your boss or human resources team elected you to be part of the company. Start doing stuff that doesn't benefit the company, but benefits you solely. And see if your boss doesn't show you the fucking door. The audacity of these people to want to hold on to power no matter what, whether they got to cheat or whether they got to break the fucking rules and have, you know, these big media companies or whatever fucking sponsoring them or these crooks like Jeffrey Epstein and everybody acts surprised. Well, I, I didn't know where his money was coming. I didn't know what he was doing. I didn't know about the island with the girls. Ain't that right, Bill Clinton? You and Hillary knew about that shit. Your name's in the fucking book, but that's a whole nother episode on its own. But right now what we're talking about is this power. We give you a position of power and a platform to represent us as best as possible. And they fail to represent us best as possible. They've made a huge mistake by letting this fucking dementia man be in power. Now you can say what you want to say, whether you believe the election was stolen or you believe that the election is authentic. My thing is this, and this is my principle, this is my foundation. If there is one error in one ballot, whether it's not counted or someone's giving you a Sharpie or we find it in the trash can or find it in the, in a pile of burn ballots or whatnot, to me, that election is fraudulent. Just It takes one ballot. Because when I swore an oath to defend the Constitution and the people of this country against enemy foreign and domestic, I was doing so to make a better life for my fellow Americans. I don't care what fucking pronoun that you, you, you want someone to call you. I'm going to tell you you got a mental illness, but okay. I don't care what political party you are. That doesn't make you my enemy. That just makes you have a different perspective of the political system. I don't care what race you are. People always say, well, I don't see color. What what the fuck you see in black and white? Of course you see color. But my thing is, I don't judge you like Dr. King says by, 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 by you know, the color of your skin, but by the content of your character. If we disagree, that's fine. But let's find a compromise to either agree to disagree or agree upon something. But we need to come together. Because when people represent us, the thing is, I don't care what party affiliation they are. There are good ideas sometimes that come from Democrats. Not many. Not in this current um, demographic of of, of um, Democrats, definitely not in this current one, 
But I believe that there's good in everybody. Sometimes people are just so ignorant to what's so obvious. And one thing that people are very have been ignorant to is the cognitive ability of Joe Biden. They did a poll, a Rasmussen poll, that showed 51 plus percent. And the reason why I'm not going to actually break down the poll and give you the actual numbers is one, I want you to do the research yourself. They, this is a poll that they, uh, Rasmussen did with a thousand people. What I can remember is what I'm telling you because if I try to pull it up on my phone, this audio will cut out off. It will be silent. And how I know that, ladies and gentlemen, I did a podcast episode before this and was about to publish it and something told me to listen to the audio. And guess what? Times that I was on my phone looking and reading the audio or the articles, it was silent until I closed them and came back to this particular app. But I'm telling you right now, Rasmussen, 51 plus percent have no faith in the physical and mental ability of Joe Biden. They do not. This is 51 plus percent. Uh, you know, and, and they graded to doing a great job, doing an okay job, doing a terrible job, doing a worse job, and not for sure. So those are the categories. So when I say 51 plus percent, it's higher than the 51 uh, percent. I just don't want to give you a number that's not true. I know it starts at 51. And then those who think he's doing obviously a horrible job, it was like 16 percent. And then, you know, it was like two for not for sure. But like only, you know, I can't remember how many were said he was doing a good job. But nonetheless, he's on a negative uh, spiral. And when a president stands up there and literally is a fucking tool. That's disheartening for Americans, but blood in the water with the world sharks. Meaning that this is a man that is not even involved in the writing of his speeches because his eyes are scanning and reading the whole entire time. He messes up so much when he does his speech or any speeches you can tell this is the first time that he's seeing it. Now, one thing I'll give credit for to Barack Obama, I've seen many photos and I've seen many video clips where Obama is like a fucking high school teacher or your college professor and, and just writing out everything and writing notes on all type of stuff. That man was really involved in his speeches. I'm not saying he didn't read a teleprompter. Of course he did. You know, because as a president, you're not going to have that paper and looking down. You're supposed to be looking at the people. But you can tell that Barack knew what he was talking about, or at least what that that his speech was about, because he didn't just stare at the screen the whole entire time. There was a lot of ad lib in there. President Trump was the same way that Trump likes to read some stuff and then go off on examples of what it is that he's talking about. So his teleprompter is just there like bullet points, you know, like a good PowerPoint presentation is give you bullet points, but he's going to give you all the information. This is only 10%. He's going to give you the rest of the 90. That's how Trump did his stuff. And most of the time, Trump will just go up there without a teleprompter and just do an impromptu talk or speech or answer questions. But Joe Biden doesn't answer questions. We saw that today. We saw that many a time. He doesn't answer questions, but he always says the buck stops here. So let's get back to Afghanistan for a minute. So we got Americans still behind the line. Joe Biden trusting the Taliban, putting the lives of American citizens in the hand of terrorists. I thought we didn't negotiate with terrorists, but I guess we do now. Not only do we negotiate with them, we put the hands, I mean the lives of Americans in their hands. France and uh, England have troops on the ground right now recovering um, their citizens. Their citizens from the embassy and, and citizens that are in safe houses. Um, and while they're doing that, England and 
uh, France is also um, helping to get some of the Americans out if they're in the general area uh, because the Americans are just guarding the um, the airport. They're not leaving the airport. That's the territory that we're holding. We're not leaving the airport. And those own Joe's orders. Report came out that 6,000 people were evacuated from Afghanistan. And in those numbers, only a couple hundred, 200 or less, were American citizens. The rest were Afghan uh, citizens. That's disheartening. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't be helping the Afghan uh, people. The thing is, is that this globe is huge. There are a lot of other countries closer to Afghanistan than the United States. There's a lot of other countries that could be flying in, you know, missionary, not missionary missions, but, you know, missions to just evacuate those citizens. They land, they pick up some people. We're only going to take, you know, 100 people. Give me 100 people. I'm taking them to Qatar. Give me, you know, 100 people. I'm taking them to Malaysia. You know, nobody else lifts a hand to help anybody in this world. They leave it on the United States. The world's 911 to do everything. We don't get any help from anybody. And that's a failure up on the leadership of Joe Biden. If you are not in contact with these leaders, because so many of these countries, taxpayer dollars go to pay for whatever in their country. We know this. They just take our money and give it to whoever just because they want to. I mean, it probably was an eye-bugging experience for most Americans when they found out that money was going to Ukraine. Most Americans can't even spin a globe and find where Ukraine is, yet alone understand why their tax dollars are going to Ukraine instead of helping the homeless and the poor in that general area, state, or even the United States as a whole. It's like we got a lot of problems here, and instead of taking care of what we need to take care of here, we allow our funding to go elsewhere like into the hands of fucking terrorists. So he's trusting that the Taliban will keep their word. I mean, that's like trusting the devil to keep his word. Are you serious? You don't do that. You don't do that. Because you're being contradicted by your Secretary of Defense anyway. General Austin, the Secretary of Defense, says that what Joe Biden is saying, that the Taliban is just allowing people to go to the airport unharmed, unfringed, is a fucking lie. He says people are being beaten. People are being killed by the Taliban. Do you see a system where the Taliban is setting up checkpoints all around and they're allowing everyone to do whatever they want to do while trying to install Sharia law? And understand that these people are trying to run away from them. And these people probably help Americans kill their comrades. Do you see a world where they just allow you just to do what? No, no, y'all can go do what you need to do. We're just going to stand here and hold our word to Joe Biden. Because we told Joe Biden that, you know, we were going to just sit out here and let y'all just do what y'all need to do to get out of here. We don't want to harm anybody. We don't want to, you know, hold any hostage if we find out what Americans are and ransom them off. Because we know Joe Biden is soft as fucking uh, marshmallow. I mean, folks, think about this, how brazen the Taliban is. They released film footage showing suicide bombers, people who are designated to wear vests with bombs to go into mass, I mean, a massive crowd and deploy you know, blow themselves up, believing that they got all these virgins in heaven, blah, 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 so on and so forth. You know the rhetoric. But they show them an all-white black vest, single-file lines, like they're marching like a, a fucking parade or something, of veterans or something. And they have these weapons. And I paused the screen for a second and said, those look familiar. Those look like American weapons. They are American weapons. 
that's American ammo in there too. Inside of the, their their um, clips, and inside the chamber of that rifle. Those bullets, that gun, is all paid for by the American taxpayer. Then they show footage of them, you know, um, station uh, or storing, not necessarily storing, but staging uh, is a better word, the armored vehicles that we left over there. Americans. They got the keys. They got, you know, extra equipment, extra supplies like tires, the oil and different fluids. And they also got the ammo that is required to come out of those guns on top of those Humvees. They got them. I know they know how to use that, those. I, I know they don't know how to use gym equipment. We all seen that film footage of the Afghan trying to fucking, you know, utilize the gym equipment that American tax dollars paid for that are still up over there. They don't know how to use that shit, but they know how to use some fucking weapons. Trust me. And the reason they know how to use those weapons is because the CIA trained them how to use those weapons. I'm talking about back in the 70s when the CIA trained Osama bin Laden and the rest of the Taliban taught them how to beat the Russians. But I talked about that in the last episode. If you want to know more about that, you should be listening to the last episode. So now our equipment is there. And that again is going to be turned around and used against their civilians and any foreign personnel still there whether it's americans whether it's the french or whether it's the british or any other country that have you know foreign nationals still in that country this is what these people do they're already setting up their own system of government they already are you know dictating and putting sharia law you know people there are already painting over images of women you know, just modeling or have their hands and all this. No, all that stuff is against the Sharia law. All you should see from a woman is just her eyes. Beyond that, you're wrong. So they're doing everything. The people who are staying, you know, who don't have a choice and some who are just staying for whatever reason, the reasons of their own, it's their country. They know they know what Sharia law is and they're starting to conform to it. So it's mind boggling to me again that one Joe Biden can't be in contact with two. We're just at the airport, not even trying to evacuate our own citizens. And then three, what Joe Biden said also, he cannot give a particular timeline of when those Americans are going to come out of there. When every soul that is an American citizen when they would come out of there. He has no timeline for that. You would think, seeing from Chuck Norris with the Delta Force and 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 Rambo and all these high speed, low drag movies, even to the movie with um uh, Sylvester Stallone and um you know all of those action figures. And I, I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, you think that with movies like those where they come in and they rescue Americans or whatnot, that it's essential they get Americans out there, that would be a top priority. It seems to be that way for the French. It seems to be that way for the English. And they both seem to say, okay, while we're out here, let's go ahead and take some Americans too. So they're doing the work for our government. You think Americans would be priority. But he has shown time and time again that you don't mean shit to him because he don't even know what he said yesteryear he's the one that said there would be no overthrowing of the afghan government by 75,000 people and they had 300 plus military personnel on, on the afghan government side he said it wasn't going to happen he lied He's sleep at the wheel. He's absent his own autopilot. For crying out loud, we have a substitute president, something I've never heard of in my fucking life, but that's what we have. Hillary Clinton is the designated survivor somehow. Skip everybody else who's active in the fucking government and they go to Hillary Clinton to talk policy. 
You are not even on a classified network and you're having a conversation with Hillary Clinton, Justin Trudeau. Are you fucking serious right now? Why didn't you just call me? Why didn't you just call me? I could give you some information. At least I have been in contact unless you want to sit there and listen to lying ass Hillary who said, oh, well, they were shooting at us and we had to get off the plane and, you know, they run us into a Humvee. When they show you getting off a plane in Kosovo or whatever the fuck it was, you got your daughter with you. I didn't know, you know, if you knew you were going in a combat zone or where sniper fire, as she said, that you would be bringing your daughter. Maybe you don't care about her. So you go and take your daughter with you. And they have little girls come up to you and present flowers to you. That must have been a ruse or, or something. It must have been for the sniper to know where the target's at because he's blind and he don't know what Hillary Clinton looks like. You're the only blonde head fucking woman getting off a goddamn important plane. But anyway, you want to talk to her, but not someone who's actually been in the combat zone. Yeah, that makes fucking sense. This is a cesspool, ladies and gentlemen. These people are, are they're loving power. And for too many times, and for, I don't know how long, the American people have been weak. We have let these people lie to us. We've, we've, we've believed the military to be the, the, you know, the most vital source of information and what they say is true. No matter what the news report is from their perspective, even back in the day, they didn't have so much commentary, you know, or these boards of fucking supposed to be experts or whatnot on their, their shows. But nonetheless, you know what is right and what is wrong. You saw the image of people falling off a fucking plane. If you didn't know anything else about Afghanistan and you saw that C-17 taken off. And that crowd of fucking people and four people fall off that plane as it's ascending into the air. You know, something ain't right there. You know, something ain't right where somebody's so fucking desperate that they're going to fucking try to ride an aircraft as it ascends into the fucking sky. You know, there has to be some desperation. The common sense person knows that only someone ignorant wouldn't come to that conclusion so you ain't got to know about what's the war the last 20 years war on terrorism uh, fucking overthrowing the government you know president taking you know fucking limos full of money and fucking fleeing to turk jerkistan you you don't need to know any of that but all you needed to know is that four people fell off a fucking moving plane that was ascending to the goddamn air that right there alone would have told you that's a desperate situation, something not right up over there. But instead, we try to play politics with our news. You know things are changing when CNN and the rest of them are starting to hit Joe Biden on these issues. They try to sneak Trump type of stuff in there all the time, some type of rhetoric, try to blame him on the Republicans or whatnot. But nonetheless, they are changing and turning against him too because this is too big to hide. How the fuck do you think they will hide the the fact that the internet, and you know anything that's published on the internet, is on the internet forever? How in the hell do you think they were going to hide the image of a C-17 taking off and four people falling off the aircraft? They couldn't. They knew they had to talk about this. They have people on the ground, they're in country, there are reports from people that are in fear, whether they're Afghan or Americans, that are hunkering down. You wouldn't fear and hunker down if the Taliban was out there passing out fucking gummy bears and just pointing you to the direction of the airport, giving you Uber rides and shit. Oh, so you you from America. Oh, that's great. You know, we're going to take you to this airport and y'all going to leave because what we're going to do with the people, we're going to slaughter them as soon as y'all get out of the country. But we're not going to touch y'all because we told Joe Biden, you know, we we told that old son of a bitch, we're going to just get y'all out of this country peacefully. We don't want no problems with America. We're just going to get y'all out of here. We're the one they, they're fighting against. 
and they're just gonna let us fucking walk out like they're gonna lay out the red carpet and fucking escort us to the airport what fucking movie have you ever seen that in hollywood is fucking imaginary you know at times cgi'd and shit you have never seen no one just to do that you know it's a setup they have film footage and you gotta sometime leave the the sources in the united states and go to like al jazeera who gets exclusives you can say they're with the taliban and all the shit all you want to but they are showing you the truth they are there they're showing the afghan I mean the, the taliban shooting their people they're showing it this is not some some fucking you know just a, a smooth takeover or transition to power no there's no such thing the people elected that government as weak as it was they elected them overwhelmingly they were enjoying what peace there was especially over the last 18 months they still got their their problems there were bombings and shootings or whatnot but it was less often than it had been over the last 20 years and prior no one asks for this and as much as joe biden could say well trump had a no trump did have a timeline and if he was president if this would happen i would have been on here saying this same stuff but we knew that this wouldn't happen well i'm not going to say we knew because maybe in the alternative universe trump you know is still president or whatnot we don't know i'm not a fortune teller and i'm not going to pretend like i know what would have happened i would assume based off of you know uh the way that he conducts himself or whatnot and what we've seen during the period of time of his administration that it would have been different than this that the taliban would not have just taken over and he would have left americans one thing i know he wouldn't have left those americans there i know that for a fact i know he would have made the military special forces whomever go and get those americans i know he would have bombed the shit. And he has said that I will bomb the shit out of you if you injure or kill an American. And they knew he was the truth after what he did to Soleimani. Trump wasn't sitting there fucking, you know, making promises. I mean, uh, 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 yeah, making promises. He was doing the real thing. Nobody got time for fucking promises in, in times like this. Trump was a was an active president. He was on top of the shit. He was so on top of with Soleimani, he didn't even tell fucking Congress and them. He don't need to tell them. So them sons of bitches can reach out and fucking tell somebody that we're about to bomb you? You can't trust none of these people. Look at Joe Biden in the pocket of fucking China. As we're being distracted by this shit right now with the Taliban doing what they're doing. I told y'all China is fucking manning the fuck up and sending their, their naval fleet over towards uh, Taiwan. They're going to take it over. You don't see any media talking about what China's doing. I said there's blood in the water. They understand that America is weak and our leader is asleep at the wheel. They're for to act all type of fucking fools. Don't be surprised if we see something happen here pretty soon with Russia and, you know, the uh, countries that used to belong to it under the USSR. We know Georgia love. I mean, we know that Russia loves looking at Georgia, not Atlanta, Georgia. See, you need to travel. You need to know about the world. There is a country called Georgia. And then Ukraine, they're going to finish Ukraine off. I mean, they got what they want access to the, the fucking sea or whatnot. But I don't think Russia's done with Ukraine. So that's the point, ladies and gentlemen, is that we got somebody sleep at the wheel. We got a substitute president. Leaders can't get in contact with this person. They can't get in contact with his vice president. He gets on stage, gives lip service to the American people and the world and not answering any of the fucking questions. This man said he was going to be transparent, that he was going to shoot it straight to the American people. He said that in the last speech, not the speech he did today, but the other one the other day. But if you're going to give it to me straight, pedophile Joe, 
you need to answer the questions that the media is asking you. They're asking you certain questions that we want answers to. And instead of answering those, he just smooth walks his old mummified ass away and goes back on vacation. I don't know about you, but I don't think that I can just up and go on vacation, come back for a vacation a day or two. No, let me say that. Let me say it again because it's it's, it's a shit situation what he did. You come back from vacation, make a speech, that same day you leave and go back on vacation, then you come back so that you can do this speech here, and then you go back on vacation. What the fuck? You don't have a press room or something set up where you can talk, uh, a fucking satellite office where you can talk to the American people from fucking Delaware? If you don't want to come back to Washington, D.C., fuck it. Do the damn speech on fucking Air Force One. If you can't do it on Air Force One, do it on Marine One. If you can't do it on Marine One, do it in the fucking the limo. If you can't do it there, Joe, do it in your fucking basement where you ran your whole election campaign in the fucking basement. Do it there. Show us you're still in charge. Show us that you're aware of what's going on. Stop going and recharging your battery. And every time we see you, your eyes look different. One moment, your eyes look like you fucking sleep as shit. Just sleep up there at the podium. The next time, your eyes are bugging the fuck out. I don't know what they're ejecting you with. I have no idea, but I know they're injecting you with something. I know a person under the influence when I fucking see it. You're on something. I just don't know what it is. I'm not a clinical professional to know exactly what drug somebody who, you know, may be, you know, experiencing dementia needs to take to function. I'm not preview to that. I'm sure I could look it up, but, you know, and then assume what it is that you may be on but you're under something you know it and i know it ladies and gentlemen we all know it but these people continue to abuse the offices that we elect them to or they steal elections and place who they want into office and that deteriorates our country while they continue to make fucking money I just read something right before I came on of the senator uh, from Arizona, the, the the one that goes to space. Y'all know who I'm talking about, the, the astronaut. Uh, got a twin brother who both were astronauts. But the one that's from Arizona, he failed to disclose his connection with a Chinese company too. So he's making money off Americans with a Chinese business. How, how many times are these people, and they want to crack down on a bunch of people on Red, uh, 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 Reddit because of what they did with the stocks for fucking GameStop. Only because those people made fucking money. They hate that somebody else makes money and they're not involved in it. Nancy Pelosi and her husband has made Hundreds of millions of dollars since she's been Speaker of the fucking House with insider trading. I don't care how you split it, it's inside trading what her and her husband does. Nobody even looks at her blanket eye at what she does. Same thing on the Republican side. There's, there's a lot of Republicans that fucking do it too. We have a lot of corrupt people there. We need term limits for one thing. But two... I'll give credit to the people of California. They do recall people. Now, they reelect people who they recall. Jerry Brown. I know what y'all did, California. Come on. But anyway, they will call someone's bluff and throw a recall out there real quick. And hopefully, in this next election, that they get a real leader, Larry Elder. I'm not saying that he's going to be perfect, because in our opinion, no one's going to be perfect unless it was us sitting there in that office. But you can't be so complacent as New, uh, Newsom is. You can't be. 
And they are trying to diss Larry Elder so bad because he's a Republican that the L.A. Times had an article out yesterday that literally said that he's the black face of white supremacy. You and I both know that racism in this country is dying. And for some word, they use that word so loosely now, it's like a fucking term of endearment. Because everything they see, whether it's a rock, literally, a bird, literally, fucking commercials, anything that anybody does is racist to them. I don't know how we got to this point. Where we allow cancel culture, woke culture, Black Lives Matter, Antifa to be fucking real things, real entities in this country. Those people to me are nothing but domestic terrorists. That's what what is defined. Instead, you know, DHS, Department of Homeland Security, wants to classify people who are unvaccinated as fucking terrorists. They want to look at unvaccinated people as terrorists. Because you're walking around potentially with a virus that can kill somebody. Thus, you are a virus, I mean, a terrorist to them. But yet we see people who have both vaccines still die or catch COVID, can catch COVID and pass it on to somebody else who is vaccinated or not vaccinated. What a redundancy that that is. They're just saying the same thing and don't realize what they're saying. Governor Greg Abbott here, the governor of Texas, has been against a uh, vaccine passport, has been against, you know, a mask mandate, mandating kids have masks in school. Let it be up to the parents to decide if their child should wear a mask, because according to Dr. Fauci and the CDC, kids are immune to this shit and they got like a 99.98% chance of fucking full recovery with no damaging effects. But we know that kids who have been getting a vaccine have had heart damage, lifelong heart damage, or more um, um, side effects that are going to affect them for the rest of their lives, such as needing a feeding tube and a fucking bag to shit and piss in now, all because of a shot. That Joe Biden, who I guess he's a goddamn medical doctor, because he used a blanket statement and says that you should get the fucking vaccine. This man doesn't know what he's talking about. You literally got this situation going on in Afghanistan and you are asleep at the wheel and on vacation again. It's not priority to you to stay in the White House and be in the situation room and getting constant updates on what's going on with getting Americans out of Afghanistan. That's not a priority for you. Being on vacation is a priority. And you're showing it by getting on fucking Marine One and going back to Delaware. Kamala Harris is showing that she don't give a fuck by getting on the plane and going to Vietnam. Another place that was a fucking black eye for America. The evacuation. Some of you are older. I've looked at the stats on, on what you have put on whatever platform or whatever. I don't know how the system reads it or whatnot, but the majority of my people who listen to this are older than I am. You remember clearly you were alive. I wasn't alive during that whole thing. You remember clearly. Some of you may have even been over there as veterans, as active duty members of the military. You remember it through and through. During my embassy training, I got trained in handcuffing techniques by the detachment commander that was in charge of the Marines at that embassy. Still to that moment that when we were doing handcuffs, it still was too much for him. When they showed the videos of what happened in our training, he left. He cannot watch those even to this day. Not even to this day. It's so heartening to him. See, when I tell y'all I got connections in a lot of this shit, I'm not bullshitting you. I'm not bullshitting you at all. 
I know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't need Fox News or anybody to tell me what the fuck is going on out there. I've been where the rubber meets the road. I know what's going on. And I know it's a whole hell of a lot worse than what they're fucking showing us on TV or any video clip can fucking show. And what's amazing that they're not talking about. When you look at those people, do you see anybody wearing a fucking mask? So even COVID is afraid of the Taliban. That's how bad shit is. COVID-19 and the Delta variant is afraid of the Taliban. But they don't want to talk about that on the news. Oh, God. But if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to know one thing. Right Side Broadcast is going to be broadcasting the rally uh, tomorrow that uh, or, or today that uh, President Trump is going to be uh, speaking at. So you go on YouTube and find find Right Side Broadcasting. I have my own reminder set because I'm sure he's going to talk about some of this. And he's been talking about it throughout the week. And I've been enjoying his perspective of the situation. And I think it's important that, you know, if they're going to keep blaming him, that we understand his mindset on his deadline that he had and what is actually going on. Somebody who was in the inside, somebody who sat in the Oval Office, somebody who made decisions, you know. But, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I just have to get that out there about this shit going on with Biden and, you know, our American um, members over there in Afghanistan. You know, if any of them are listening to, to this by some chance or whatnot, God bless you. I, 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 I truly hope that, you know, they get you all out safe and sound. I know that you're supposed to be priority. I worked at the embassy. You are priority. But this president has failed you and he doesn't care. And he's in Delaware on vacation right now. And the vice president is in fucking Vietnam right now. Why they're not taking this serious, I don't know. Only thing I can do at this point is keep you all in my prayers. And I hope either the British or the French troops actually help get you out of of fucking Afghanistan. And I hope you all remember that he abandoned you. He abandoned you. The President of the United States abandoned you. Remember that shit. Remember what party did that. But ladies and gentlemen, I've said it once, i said it twice, i said it a thousand times. If you're enjoying this content that you're listening to, being brought to you, now it's, it's 4.05 in the morning. If you're enjoying this stuff, I ask that you please sponsor this channel. Or this podcast, better yet. I'm watching too much YouTube. Please sponsor this podcast. I had a busy day today. I tried to do a recording at one something this morning. It didn't go through after I was about to publish everything. And then I had to redo it again. So not only did I have a busy day, I'm exhausted. And I'm still doing this podcast because I think that this is important to get out there. I think this is something that people should listen to this weekend. I think it's important that people should watch Right Side Broadcasting uh, tomorrow on YouTube for President Trump's um, speech. Because they're not going to show it anywhere else. I wouldn't think Fox may come in, you know, that's about it. But they really don't give two shits about Trump anymore unless Joe Biden blames them about something. But again, if you like this content, I am asking that you sponsor this content. It's as little as 99 cents a month. 99 cents a month. A dollar a month. $4.99. Basically $5 a month. Or $9.99. $10 a month. You all have spent more than that listening to this podcast. You know, buying credits or whatnot for some online game. You all spend more than that, you know, if you got Apple, you know, for music. A song that you bought. You all spend more money on everything else there is besides what's important. 
And what's important is informative fucking information that is not tainted by anybody. And like I said, when I created my blog that I've been working upon, at first I told y'all when I said I'm back, I was going to charge for it. I'm not going to charge for it. I'm not going to fucking do that. Not going to do it. I think the information is too important and I wanted to get to the masses that I can't put a price upon it. Once I get it up and running, I'll put links and stuff up and I'll even give you the link that you can actually go to to actually read the blogs if you care to. And even with this channel, I, I'm not taking this channel private and charging people to listen to it. I think that we're, we are in that port, uh, that, that, that an important part in our history where it's too imperative that information like this get out to the masses, even if it just makes you think for a minute. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, Independent. I don't give a fuck what your political affiliation is or even if you have one. I don't care what your religion is. I don't care what color you are. All I'm doing is speaking the truth. Yes, it comes from a conservative point of view, but being conservative with my foundation being that up on the Bible does not make me bad, does not make me necessarily a Republican. I just have conservative views. That's it. And you don't have to like the views. That's okay. But I'm sure there's one point in here that either made you go, oh, what? Or you're right. I, I was thinking the same thing. You're right. I heard that. If anything in here sparked your interest or whatnot, this is an interest to you. And I challenge each and every last one of you. I don't care what country you in, what state you in, what city you in. What's your pronoun? I don't care. I challenge each and every last one of you to send this podcast to one person. I don't care if out of the hundreds of whatnot, if one person joined the station, but there are many people out there that need the truth put to them. And I'm going to put the truth out there as best as possible. I'm not going to speak on stuff that I have no idea. I'm not going to sit here and do an entertainment channel and talk about the fucking Kardashians. I don't know them. I don't want to know them. I don't care about them. They do nothing for me. I'm not going to sit here and talk to you about fucking rockets that go out into space. I'm not a fucking scientist. I, I'm not an engineer. I don't know any of that shit. I can give you a blanket fucking summary of whatnot. NASA launches rockets. SpaceX, whoever the fuck else launched rockets, that's good upon them or whatnot. Don't ask me the out and ends and the questions about that stuff. I don't have the answer. But when it comes down to politics, when it comes down to, you know, military involvement, when it comes down to overseas, when it comes down to natives or tribal people overseas and stuff like that, that's the type of stuff that I have a background in. And it's not just by reading a fucking book, it's actually being boots on the ground in those fucking countries. I've actually been there, I've actually looked those people in the fucking eyes before. But if you're liking this content, I'm asking you on whatever platform you are on listening to this podcast to sponsor this podcast. The next episode I'm going to do will be Wednesday, uh, probably published on Thursday. I want to do a roll call of all the countries and stuff that the podcast is heard in. I'll give you a brief summary of the ages of people listening to the broadcast. And I'm actually going to um, thank some of the uh, sponsors. Right now, we only got two sponsors. I look at the numbers. I understand that we don't have parlor or whatnot, and I don't have that backing that I used to have. But I'm not jeopardizing my integrity by going on fucking Facebook. I'm not going to fucking do that. I can't go on fucking YouTube because they will censor my, my programming. You know? But I may look into Rumble. And I may look into uh, a Patreon and see what all that stuff is about. But as of right now, we only got two sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. So I need your help. I really do. I really do. It's four o'clock in the morning and I'm doing a podcast because I know that the information is important that the mass get it. So that's all I, I have for you. Um, I want you to have a good weekend. Hopefully you tune in to right, broad, uh, right side broadcast and watch uh, President Trump's speech later on today. You can set a reminder on your YouTube, um, whatever. But have a good weekend. 
And that's all I got from you. So for Uncensored News, I'm the Educated Patriot. I'm out. Thank you.